Sandball Podcast Network. We're putting the band back together. Twisted Minds brought you the original fan ball. We had a bad pile of enough to turn goat piss in the gas This is the Fan Ball Fantasy Football Podcast. If you're dumb, surround yourself with smart people. And if you're smart, surround yourself with smart people who disagree with you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Fantasy Football Almost Daily on the Fanball Podcast Network. I guess we'll probably also simulcast this on the Fanball Fantasy Football Podcast as well. Sounds good. Uh, this is Matt Harrison along with Scotty Fish. How are you doing, Scotty? I'm doing great. Doing well. It's Waiver Wire Tuesday. We're, we're crunching a whole bunch of pods into a small period of time because none of us wants to work on Thursday or Friday. So Exactly. Exactly. So You guys know how it is out there in radio podcast land. Um, so Radio here, podcast land. Yeah. It's an interesting place. Yeah. There's <laughs> unicorns and grizzly bears. Wow. Yeah. At the same time, it's really weird. <laughs> it's both beautiful and scary. All right. Yeah. Um, quarterback position, Tyrod Taylor, uh, was the first one highlighted in, uh, Johnny Carlisle's, uh, fanball waiver wire week 12 article. Uh, Taylor, not named the starter though. Nope, not yet. <laughs> Did they name Peterman the starter again I this thought week? I, I thought I saw that, but I haven't been able to confirm it, so I think they're still uh, weighing their options, which is insane to me. So if they do say that Tyrod Taylor is the quarterback this week, I think that he goes into Kansas City, and this game is an arrowhead, and he ju- just does this giant FU yep. game mm-hmm. to the entire league and the Bills, and he'll he'll throw for four touchdowns, and he'll run yep. one in. And it'll be this giant F you to the league. And he'll probably quit like while walking off the field, throw <laughs> his helmet at Sean McDermott. <laughs> that would be uh, like, hold, <laughs> like the last, last drop. Yeah. The last score of the game is like a mic drop, but with the football <laughs> and walks off. Up the, that'd be great. And he does have a great schedule to end the season. Uh, the bills passing schedule is the easiest in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, over the end of the season. Granted, the pats are a lot better than they were in the beginning of the season. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I mean, they got the chiefs, the Colts, the dolphins, teams like that. So, um, yeah, it, if you want to take your shot, you might not know who the quarterback is, so I wouldn't put a lot of money on it. Um, if Nathan Peterman is named the starter, do you have any indication that you would want to start him this week? No. Uh, I mean, in, in, like, in, like, even the deepest of daily lineups. It's, it's got to be. Oh, man, that's tough. Matchup's I don't so. good, and there's no way he's throwing five picks in the second consecutive no, game. No, they they will protect him. If, if he goes out there, expect a lot of dump-off screen-type stuff to McCoy and a lot of short Charles Clay-type stuff just to protect him from those interceptions. Yeah. Uh, the other guy that uh, Johnny has highlighted here is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, hey, it, same same, same game, right? Yeah. Alex Smith looks bad. He was probably through five weeks the favorite in the NFL to take the MVP trophy yeah. home. How and af- after losing four out of the last five, the Chiefs are scrambling a little bit. They're They're looking – they're not the outside looking in, but they're looking at San Diego behind them and going – they're not that far away. 
And and last week he quite literally lost the game for them. Throwing that interception right there, it would have been a field goal or a touchdown to go up with a minute left. Giants aren't going to come back from that. And of course, uh, <laughs> of course, they ended up winning in overtime because yeah. of Smith's interception. I don't know. I don't think it's time yet, though. I, I think the Chiefs in the AFC are going to ride Alex Smith a little longer. But, I mean, I can see Patrick Mahomes maybe getting a chance if they fall out of contention. So, either way, not a good week to pick up a quarterback. Um, right. the, the best running back, I think, that you can pick up this week is Samaj P. Ryan, who wasn't picked up in all of the leagues I'm in, especially a couple <laughs> of the redraft leagues. Um, he'll, he'll be owned uh, 100 in 100% of leagues by the end of this waiver yep. wire cycle, yep. though. Uh, Johnny has him at 29% available. Um, obviously, uh, Chris Thompson, who's probably the best part of that offense, yep. he broke his leg, and he's done for the year. Rob Kelly's out. Yep. It's Pirine. He, it he's the guy. I mean, I, I liked Byron Marshall in Oregon. Uh, I don't know if he jumps into that pass-catching role. I don't know if they sign Andre Ellington to take over that pass-catching role. Did Ellington but, get cut? Yeah, Ellington oh, really? got cut. Yep. Which I don't know if that I says more about. That. I don't know what that says about DJ Foster finally was active and got some targets, or if David Johnson is <laughs> David almost Johnson's ready close. to come back. That's what so, it means. Yeah, got so. that cast off. He's probably catching passes in practice. I, w- I will say that uh, over twenty red zone touches that went away with those two players that Piran should look to gobble up. So uh, this might be a push your chips in situation. Uh, it, or close to it, they have it at 50%. Schedule the rest of the way for Washington isn't scary either. Uh, they, they, could, they could win a lot of games mm-hmm. if they can keep things close. And if they keep things close, I think it's Pirine is the guy who's, uh, who's doing most of the, the yard work yep, for them. Definitely. Uh, Devontae Booker, he's available in about half a leagues uh, in Denver. <laughs> Call me crazy, but <laughs> since the very beginning of the year, I have been completely off of all... Denver players. Yep. Pretty I, much me too. I have been, I'm in six leagues. I do not have a Denver player on one of my teams. Oh, I'm pretty wow. sure. None. I, I and I, well, actually I do. I have Devonte Booker on one of my teams. <laughs> he's the only guy I have, but he's, he's in a dynasty league and I have him like stashed as a future consideration kind well, of a thing. He out touched CJ Anderson by a bunch last week and Anderson was crying about his fumble. I mean, legitimately crying after the game. Uh, I wonder if it's going to switch back or I don't know. Booker's been okay. He's been okay. He's been better in the passing game than he has in the running game. It's hard to make the running game good when virtually nobody respects the passing game in Denver, with, especially with Brick Osweiler under center. Uh, kind of hope that we get to see Paxton Lynch just for shits and giggles. Yeah, like, what the hell? Let's have it happen. Uh, J.D. McKissick is available in three quarters of leagues out there. Um, Obviously, Seattle's just an absolute mess right now, offensively, defensively, just about everywhere. But McKissick looks like probably the best running back that mm. they've had on this Especially roster. Especially dual threat. Yeah, Definitely. so I I got to imagine that if they're going to stay in playoff contention, right now they're on the outside looking in, but if they're going to stay in playoff contention, they're going to have to figure out a way to keep Russell Wilson clean, which means I think – Short passes to their slot guy, Doug Baldwin. Short passes to Jimmy Graham and short passes to J.D. McKissick mm-hmm. that will keep Russell Wilson upright right now. Yep, exactly. And he's he's made some acrobatic plays, which tells me he's really athletic. It's uh, He's really a, a really nice dart throw if he is on waivers still. Um, they say 1%. I might even go a little higher because I, I think that you're exactly right. It's going to have to be on Russell's shoulders, and McKissick's a good pass catching back. Yep. 
Uh, moving on to the wide receiver position, Corey Coleman of the Cleveland Browns is the number one wide receiver for an NFL team. 80 and, yards last week. Uh, six catches, until Josh, Until Josh Gordon comes back in two weeks. <laughs> I think Corey Coleman's still the he number one is. receiver he on this team. Is. And, and I, I just saw that Josh Gordon supposedly coming back around Christmas time. Yeah, it's it the coach changing. said like Christmas. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I think he's uh, eligible after week twelve to play. Okay. I think it's after week twelve. So Coleman, in his rookie season last year, had the two great games, broke his hand. This season had two pretty decent games, broke his hand. Mm-hmm. Now he's back. He's he's looking all right in this first game. A little bit of volume. Uh, I'm nervous that Deshaun Kaiser can't really get him the ball all that well, but. Um. Yeah, he's still a number one receiver on a <laughs> National is. Football League team. He is, so he deserves to be on. The uh, nickname I heard on uh, Bill Simmons' podcast the other day for Deshaun Kaiser was Kaiser So-So. <laughs> nice. I love that. He's not even so-so. He's <laughs> yeah, like the <laughs> worst among starting quarterbacks in rating and completion percentage. They even said that's a compliment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh Doxson is available in about a third of leagues. That's That should be illegal. I don't even know why he's available. I had, I picked up Josh Doxson in a couple of leagues Everyone here and there. Should. Um, Washington needs to do something. Mm-hmm. Chris Thompson was their best pass catching player, yep. not running back, but just player, and he's gone now. So those passes have to go somewhere, and I think Josh Doxson probably stands to see the biggest increase of yep. targets out of all the players around. Yeah, Crowder's been very good the last couple weeks against the Vikings and the Saints. I think he led the team in targets both weeks. But Josh Doxson, I mean, this is this is a pure, you know, me, the, the scouting side of me, the watching him in college side, that you watch him play, he's so much better than all their other wide receivers. He makes unbelievable catches. And the four for seven and 81 yards he had this last week, I think it's just the tip. I think it's just the start. <laughs> just the <laughs> just tip, the huh? Tip. It's just the tip of Josh Doxson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. There, there are a lot of those memes <laughs> of it's happening, it's finally happening, Josh Doxson. But uh, he's he is going to be in the future and now, especially Dynasty Leagues, he is their wide receiver one. Uh, he should be owned everywhere. Is the 2016 crop of wide receivers going to go down as one of the worst? Oh, with Treadwell and Doxson and Fuller at, le- at least stepped up for a while. Corey Coleman is in that group too yeah. uh sterling shepherd's in that group yeah, shepherd's we'll, okay we'll but yeah like, we'll see but, uh, the jury's still out they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't hit right away like more they definitely did not hit yeah. right away uh dontrell inman was not a part of that wide receiver class he's frankly not a part of many wide receiver <laughs> classes uh he's probably the bears best wide receiver yep. though um kendall wright is like we're playing hide and seek with Kendall yeah, Wright right and, now. We can't find him. Kendall Wright is like pure slot now. He doesn't even go yeah. go outside anymore. And so Inman kind of slots in as the number one wide receiver, and Trubisky's got to throw the ball sometimes. So <laughs> yeah. it's probably going to Inman. Yeah, he he threw it a little more last week, and Inman's led the team in receiving yards and receptions and targets two straight weeks. And he should probably be owned. So uh, they play Philly this week. And Philly, Philly's going to be probably up by a ton, which yep. means Trubisky's either going to A, kneel, starting in the third quarter and just let time <laughs> run out and they'll lose the game, or B, he's going to throw the ball to end yeah. quite a bit. So yeah. might be a nice little nice uh, s- sneaky take-a-chance-on-me guy. Uh, Marquise Ooh. Goodwin. There you go. <laughs> right? Yep. Marquise Goodwin, uh, 57% available. Uh He's the 49ers, but I know. Geez. 
He only had one catch last week, but it was like 80-some yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, I think he's only got three in the last two weeks. He's a big play guy. I think he's got – he's averaged over 20 yards uh, per catch like five times this when year. When do you think we see Garoppolo? I don't know. I, I still don't think it's this week, believe it or not. Even even against the Seattle secondary that's just beat to shreds. I got to put him in, right? You would think, but maybe they were serious when they said they weren't going to play him this year. I, I can't imagine they were, but it they're not, so – if they don't trust their offensive line to keep him upright, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that if we're just sense. if we're just looking forward to next year already and they want the best draft pick possible. I mean, right now they're picking second, so yep. I guess it makes sense. Zay Jones, who's available in fifty two percent of leagues. Uh, I saw Kelvin Benjamin is battling a knee injury right now. Yep. Jordan Matthews is just not very good. And Zay Jones is <laughs> He's yeah, terrible yeah, at catching yeah, the football. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to roster Zay Jones. Bruce no. Ellington is a uh, is a football player for the Houston Texans. This is an interesting <laughs> call here. If Will Fuller <laughs> stays out a while, he he's he's definitely worth it. Stay, but last week was a perfect matchup: second receiver versus the Cardinals. And Tom Savage, once Will Fuller's back, Tom Savage cannot support that many players, you know, on the offense. So I don't think he's a very good pickup, honestly. Um, he might be good this week, maybe another week, but that's it. Cameo time. Every dang day. No, it's been a while since I had a cameo. What are you guys That's talking true. about? Waiver wire. We, we were just, uh, I don't know, we were talking about Bruce Ellington. We were about to talk about Ryan Grant. Greg Olson, who's that? Greg Olson. Let's talk about Greg Olson. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's coming back. That's exciting. You guys should talk about him. All right, I'm out. See you. 5,500 on Fanball this week. <laughs> Greg Olson. Uh, you know, the awkward part about Brian doing cameos is we wear headsets with microphones attached yes. to him. So he was like almost very kissing close, me there. Very it was, close it was, to your face. It was like, dude, brush your teeth a little bit. Come on, man. <laughs> so Greg Olson's a guy that I picked up in a handful of leagues um, a few weeks ago. In the Scott Fishbowl, I picked Boom. him up and just, just threw him on my... Uh, Threw him on my bench. How'd you just, get all? You got Rodgers and you got David Johnson. You're just picking up all these guys because people keep dropping these it's guys, unreal. and I'm like, well, just in case, let's yeah. pick them up. I, I always look at it as I got this massive bench. Yeah, like I'm not gonna like to, utilize these guys in any given no, week. No. I'm just gonna have like dart throws. Yeah, so exactly. Why not have a dart throw that's like a really good player? That's the way to play it. All right, so Greg Olson, he's coming back. He he did a fantastic job in the booth uh, this last weekend, but. Uh, now he's going to be on the field. It looks like he looks like he's uh, he's he's active, and they have three weeks in order to activate him yeah. to the active roster. But they took him off of the IR, so he's and got, he said during the broadcast that yeah. he was going to play. So, I, so we'll see what the coach says. Barring but. some sort of like practice setback this week, I think Greg Olson will be in the lineups, and really he probably slots in as the top red zone guy right away. Dixon got five targets. In each of the, in five of the last six games, okay, that's like Greg Olson's absolute floor, yeah. in my opinion. Adios, Dixon. Yep. Uh, Vernon Davis is uh, available on about a third of leagues. Um, yeah, I, we're, we're, we spent a lot of time on the Redskins already. There's targets to go around now that Chris Thompson's gone. There and is. Is Jordan Reed ever coming back? Exactly. And Dixon, or not Dixon, Davis. <laughs> Vernon Davis even with Jordan Reed in the game, has had a couple 50-60 yard games with Jordan Reed played. So, yeah, he's he's a viable starter, even if Jordan Reed is, you know, gimpy, not playing, or healthy. So he's he's a decent pickup. Finally, the last guy we'll mention is O.J. Howard, uh, Tampa Bay's rookie tight end. 
Uh, he's uh, the last couple of weeks. He's looked a little bit better mm-hmm. than uh, Cameron Brait. Cameron Brait's had a little bit of a rough go. Maybe there's a a little bit of a uh, connection between him and Stewbeard in Tampa. It's possible. It's possible. I'm I'm trying to pull up his stats from last week because I didn't remember it. But oh, there it is, 52 and a touchdown. He yeah. has scored. He has scored quite a few times this season. He's he's definitely the more athletic of them. I thought that Brait and uh, uh, Brait and Winston's you know connection would be the thing. But I mean, Winston's out. Fitzpatrick's in. It's a so. good week if you need a second tight end on your roster. Yeah. That's probably the best way to look yeah, at it. Yeah, there's a couple tight ends worth looking at. Yeah. So that and Samaj P. Ryan, let's pick him up. I like the uh, J.D. McKissick angle quite a bit. Yeah, And Corey Coleman, if he's really available in your league still, you got to snatch him. Josh Doxson should be owned everywhere. Oh, yeah. I know, I know that a All lot. these guys that we mentioned, pick those guys up. Pick them up. Pick up every single one. <laughs> well, except for Devontae Booker. Don't <laughs> pick that guy up. All right. Well, hey, that was fun. Wow, that was quick, too. How much, well, how much time are we at? I don't know. 16 and a half minutes? Yeehaw! Quick podcast. So for Scotty Fish, who's at ScottFish24, I'm at Explosive Output. This is Matt Harrison. Thank you for listening to Fantasy Football Almost Daily on the Fanball Podcast Network. Later. Later.